0: Armed American Radio's Daily Defense.
1: Armed American Radio's Daily Defense because they don't want me to,
0: that's why I do it. Presented by X Insurance. X Insurance. From the Six Hour Studios. They're never gonna stop us here. Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America, fighting the enemies of freedom, Mark, Mark. Walters. Ah, uh,
1: Welcome inside Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Mark Walters on the crossbreed holsters. Mike here in the Sig hour Studios, all of it presented by X-Insurance. Greg in Dallas, Texas, it is a Friday. You made it, brother. You made it. I did, barely, and almost like the tsunami blew us away. You, yeah, how was the weather down there? You guys getting any tornadoes? I understand uh,
2: Midwest, beginning from Dallas on up, supposed to get some nasty weather. Yeah, no naders up here, but, uh, I mean, they were even threatening us with hail, so it's whatever. Nothing, None of that happened. It was just a wall of water. So you weren't storm chasing today? Uh, no, I don't do storm chasing.
1: Okay, well, yeah, you mm-hmm. kind of have to if they're around you, but... Uh, Not having any tornadoes to dodge around, that's no fun for a Friday, right? No, I'm glad you guys are safe. That's we, do, we just weather.
2: watch it happen. You know, the tornado blows through the neighborhood. Texans are on their front porch just drinking a beer, watching it happen. Filming it nowadays. Yep, exactly.
1: You know, the, the, the tornado videos I used to like, that thing blew by, the weather started getting bad. I seen the trees blowing. I yelled into Gertrude, grab the dog and get down in the basement. There's a tornado coming nowadays it's where's my phone i want to film this thing yeah well you know it might go viral that cop's getting beat up where's my phone you know don't what? go help him film it yeah there you go good have it well it is a friday <laughs> <laughs> it is a friday and we did make it and i'm excited about about you know i was i've been married 22 years today wow that's a long time isn't it that is quite a clip paul markle student of the gun he knows how long 22 years of marriage is. Paul, how you doing today, brother? Welcome in. Thanks for yeah, being here on a Friday, I'm,
3: man. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm actually on three decades myself.
1: Have you been married that long, seriously? No Yikes. kidding, a sign. Yeah, 30 years. 30 years. Wow, congratulations. When is it 31? Uh, next year. <laughs> <laughs> Can you give me a month? <laughs> uh, June. Yeah, we got married in June. In June, 31 years. Somebody's hung out with you that long. I I look at it that way. I know. It's amazing. It's amazing. I I feel the same way. You know what I do at my house? It's always funny. I go get the cards. You know, we we get the anniversary cards. Mm. You know, the Hallmark things, right? Mm. And, oh, I can't. I stand in the aisles now because it's become such a joke. We read these things to each other, and we bust out laughing. You are oh. the love of my life. I don't know how I've made it this long. You know, all this nonsense. And it's, it's become hilarious. Now I stand in the grocery store aisle where the cards are and I read these things and I laugh out loud. Go, oh, that's a good one. I got to get this one. We got to. Sit there and pledge our love to each other from a Hallmark card instead of. You know, I know, I know. Listen, Brother, to you. uh Single
3: you, people, you right know have, how much freaking how much freaking cards cost now? It's like they're printing them on I don't know gold or platinum or something. Uh, you, if you go That's to no a joke. regular grocery store, they're, they're selling greeting cards that someone's going to read
1: once, keep, and throw away yeah. next week for seven ninety eight. Yeah. I I bought two of them today. Believe me, my daughter's 20th birthday was the second. So I've probably dropped 40 bucks on cards. And you know what the kids do? They open them to see what falls out of it, right? Yeah, and they're like, okay, cool. Yeah, I got money. I got money out of this card. We're good to go. Hey, Uh, Paul. Oh, you know, I I love having you on. And here's why, particularly on a day like today. Because we are about 83, 82 hours away from pulling levers or punching chads as they used to do or sticking cards in slots and tapping little, you know, digital uh, non-existent buttons to make decisions on Tuesday. And this is a big one, bro. This is a big one. I know you know it. And I'm looking forward to talking with you about the midterms coming up because I I figured what a great way to end the week with Paul Markle, folks, student of the gun, who's going to tell it like it is. Greg, stay on the dump switch. Paul, no bad words. Oh, come on. No, you know I can't me. do that today. So that's why, Greg. You know, <laughs> all right, Greg.
3: When have you ever had to do that with me? Uh, not yet. Never. So yeah, there, there wasn't one
1: time. Not I one know time. the
3: words. I know the words. I can get away Well, with.
1: George Hill, the Mad Ogre, was on two Sundays ago, and we had a big drop. Yeah. I, I had to. I had to say on air, Greg. Get that? Which was caught before he hit the dump switch, and it became a running joke because if you're watching on the internet. You don't get the dump. But on the Internet, it's OK. But boy, ooh, <laughs> yeah. it, it was the big one. It was the big one. And it, in the context of, of the way it was said, because he was so excited about opening a box with a new gun in it. And his excitement just overwhelmed him. So it was completely understandable. But it likely wouldn't have been to the people at the FCC who probably wouldn't understand our excitement of opening that box with that beautiful new gun in it. And one would wonder why we commission. He didn't. They wouldn't understand. All right, Paul, let's get started here today. I I guess I'm just going to ask you some overall questions about your thoughts. You know, I'm speechless on this stuff anymore because I'm neck deep in it, and I've given Mm -hmm. analysis on what I think is getting ready to happen. So let me start there. Let me bounce some stuff off of you state by state. Stacey Abrams loses big to Brian Kemp in the state of Georgia, but it does not end her political career. What do you think?
3: Uh, I think she needs to go to prison. But uh, yeah, the the fact that, all right, let's go ahead and do it. Let's reality check for a second. Let's do it. Uh, Direct the show. The the mic is yours. I'll be the guest. The Democrat Party has sunk so low. They are so far off the reservation, if I can use a little Native American lingety there, uh, that they will put forward literal clowns but Stacey Abrams is an unfunny clown to all who have eyes to see that, that lurch looking joke of a, of a human in Pennsylvania is an unfunny clown. The fact that they have so brainwashed their voter base or they're just manufacturing votes in basements, um, that they will put out literal unfunny clowns as their candidate is—it's telling. It's telling. It, its kind of like uh, in in New York City, uh, or where? Where did that uh, that clown, uh, the other clown, the the, the horse face chick? Um, AOL,
1: AOC. A- A-O-L oh, AOC. AOC. Yeah, yeah. AOC. Where, where's
3: she from? She's she's another clown, but they they have these areas where they could literally run a desk lamp with a D behind it, and it would get elected to Congress. Well, you know Uh, what's more important than that?
1: It is troubling, but I'll tell you what's more troubling than that is the fact that the media doesn't call it like you call it. The mainstream media gives these people a pass and actually treats... Let's go to Fetterman in Pennsylvania because he is that lurch-looking clown. Uh, I, I think it was... I don't know if it was Tucker or one of the Fox called somebody mentioned Lurch, but the funny aspect of this, because it's it's funny in the sense that in the literal sense of the word, it's funny, but it's frightening, as you just mentioned to me, the fact that the mainstream press does not do its job and call these people what they are, who on God's green earth would you got to wonder who is pulling the lever? for somebody like, like Fetterman. Now, I happen to believe, and I may be overly optimistic, and I want your opinion, I believe he's going to get just smoked. But I could
3: I, be wrong. I, I hope so. I mean, I hope there's enough intelligent humans left in Pennsylvania and, and to override the the truckload of, of fake ballots that they that they brought in from New York. Never forget that. An entire semi-tractor load of ballots drove from New York into Pennsylvania and disappeared. No one knows what happened to them. But that's no big deal because it happens all the time, right? Uh, We're in a position right now where you're absolutely right. The media refused to question. I mean, that AOL chick, she came out, the horse face chick, and she was like the most blistering imbecile you ever encountered. And they just let it
1: go. And the yeah, fact they, that, they that, do. that they're partying. Paul, hold on to that. We'll we're going to have that. to take a break. I hate to do oh, it. I hate already? To do it. I, I oh, already? I know. Yeah, we're going to fly right by. I hate it. It just is what it is. But I've already been told we have just a few seconds before the break. So let me stop you there. I, wa- I want to go back to the media when we come back with Paul and focus a little bit on that and maybe get into some of the individual candidates. And I want to contrast Okay, so I was ahead of the game on the clock there, Greg? Okay, okay, well, all right. That's okay, Paul, because I would have had to interrupt you anyway. And I know listeners hate that, but it is what it is when there's a break and we have to pay the bills because it is a radio program, not a podcast, and we have to contend with it. I already left. We couldn't do it without our partners anyway, and you know that from doing lots of radio and lots of podcasts anyway. But when we come back, I want to focus and contrast a little bit on media coverage on somebody like a Carrie Lake and somebody like a Fetterman and somebody like a Stacey Abrams. There are differences, and... While there are huge similarities in the coverage, there are still some telling differences. But the end result is all the same. I'm talking with Paul Markle, student of the gun. If you get a break during the break, studentofthegun.com. I'll be back with the professor himself, Paul Markle, right after
4: this.
1: Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. Welcome back to the show. Yeah, welcome back to the show indeed. Mark Walters here in the Sig Sauer studios, and we're so proud and so honored to have formally kicked off what will be a just a phenomenal partnership with Sig Sauer that kicked off officially this week on November 1st but you've been hearing Sig in the background and on the studio and and the intros for about a month as we rolled that out and that's because a lot of effort goes into that we recordings and so forth and uh, some copy. We still have. I think we have three spots running now, Greg, and we've got a fourth one that we're working on right now for the P three sixty five three eighty. Oh, sweet! Which, believe it or not, has been wildly popular. That three eighty caliber has seen a resurgence. We'll talk about that at some point down the road. But uh, Six Hour Studio is proud to be fired up for you today. Crossbreed Holsters, Mike, been with us for golly, I must say at least eleven or twelve years, if not longer. All of it presented by X Insurance. Paul Markle, student of the gun, long time. Long time, dear friend and contributor to this program uh, Paul, proud to have you back. Thanks for being here today the The last show before the week of midterms and I want to go back to media yeah. for just a moment let 's start with Fetterman. Uh, you mentioned aoc it 's easy to pick her up, but she 's you know i, I don 't know what 's going to happen there with her. I, I will say this it, it, talking about Fetterman. <laughs> With his performances in the debates uh, up against Oz, who is not the ideal candidate in my estimation, but he's far better than. Femin. No,
3: not even close. Uh, yeah,
1: But yeah, but they're not they're not even close together. The fact that polls are telling us that it's close and the media is doing everything in their power to make us believe it's close. I don't believe that it is. Paul, I don't, I don't know if you know this or not, but I spent a few days up in Pennsylvania at the Car Rout of Iron Festival just about three weeks ago. And I mean, just talking to people on the streets, people out of the blue at hotels and at restaurants, et cetera, airports, couldn't find anybody that took this guy serious. Yet the mainstream media makes this guy appear serious. And I I think so many people get duped that, I I don't know, maybe people's heads just aren't in the game like ours are. Uh, Why does the media Uh, do it? And how do they, how is it they get away with it? Well, I mean,
3: look at the uh, I mean, we only have to go back two years to look at the uh, the meat puppet campaign, the snippy Joe, the meat puppet. I, I want to know outside of like Manhattan and Hollywood or Los Angeles, who actually voted for that meat puppet? I don't know anyone who did. Uh, and the idea that 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 mongoloid got the more votes than any president in the history of the United States is ludicrous. It's retarded. There is no possible way that could be, but we, the fourth estate is no longer the fourth estate. The fourth estate is the lapdog. It's a propaganda organ for the Democrat party. And that's just what we're dealing with. Uh, and I don't know how we get it back or if we ever do get it back, I guess the only way would be to convince enough people to just turn it off. Uh, I don't know when that's going to happen. Uh, I I mean, I I know that their ratings are in in the toilet, and they have been for a long time.
1: But still, well, uh, I think it's crazy. Yeah, there's a couple of things that I'd like to talk about now regarding media, since we're in that direction. You mentioned, rightfully so. I don't know how we get it back if we ever do. You know, to me, the grill lid has been lifted, and the smoke is out. You can't gather it back up and put it back on the meat that's cooking. It's just out. It's escaped. Mm -hmm. And I think we're partly responsible for that. And listeners, I'm talking directly to you and to Paul. All of us play a role here. We have allowed this to happen. I've often talked about the institutions, Paul, that as conservatives, we've allowed to fester. We continued to buy Hollywood's movies. We continued to buy musicians garbage. We continued to watch mainstream media and we continued to send our kids to leftist colleges, even though we knew what was going on. So we do bear some responsibility there. Instead of pulling back, all of a sudden we wake up one day and boom, it hits us in the face like a brick. Now, to focus specifically on the media for the sake of this conversation, I don't think we get it back. And I think you are correct. It won't be until people turn it off. Now, you hear the media talking now a lot about political violence. Where are they hearing it? Where are people hearing it in the mainstream media? They're filling 24 hours of this nonsense and they've got people believing that their neighbors hate each other that everybody wants to kill a politician. It's the media that is that is pushing this political hatred in this country. And I don't know. I'm I, hopeful that there's enough people want. That, that call that. Call, well, of course they do. But you, it's, you, it's, it's like a, they're trying to
3: create a self-fulfilling prophecy. What they're doing? Like, if we say it enough, then maybe it'll happen. You remember the uh, what movie was going to come out, and they were talking about be careful when you go to this movie because the incels are going to kill you. Remember that? It was just yeah. a few years ago.
1: I'm, I'm, I don't, I'm not sure. Bringing Dallas to think Yeah, that
3: yeah they, 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 well, were, I... they were they were they were they were doing the stories about you know the, the, it was a premiere. It was Joker. That's what it was. Oh, it was Joker, Joker. and uh, and the incels were gonna were gonna kill you in the movie theaters, and the and the they they had no evidence whatsoever, but they were running stories, and it was it was like they were trying to make it true, and and it didn't happen. But uh, it was almost as if they were trying to make it true. And that's what we see with this, like, oh, you know, if if you don't just uh, shut up and and accept the the results of a crooked election, then you're a a violent extremist.
1: Uh, There's a problem. Just take it. there's, There's a problem in part of this. I don't have a problem with an outlet like Fox News calling what Biden does divisive. I don't have a problem calling that out at all. The problem is. When it's being called out 24-7 in what is now a 24-7 news cycle, I don't know that we ever get rid of that. I I hope people just turn it off. America did just fine when we got our news at 6.30 in the evening for a half hour. America did just fine. But at this stage of the game, when it is being called out as frequently as it's being called out, and people hear it all day long, they begin. it gets set into the brain that, oh, I guess there's political violence coming. Meanwhile, you have a president who is sowing the seeds of political violence. Listen, this this bonehead stood up a couple nights ago and essentially told us that we're the ones that are election deniers if we don't vote their way. Watch and see what happens on Tuesday when they get shellacked. Who's going to be denying the election results then? In the same breath, Paul, he warned us that we might not know the results for three or four days. He's denying it oh, before yeah. it even happens, right? Oh, yeah. We might, so, have to, we might have to shut the polls
3: down at 4 a.m. and shuffle <laughs> some votes around. Yeah, I don't think that goes uh, over again, well. Again, never in the history of our country did we do that. Never in the I've, I've been alive for a lot of presidential elections, and never in the history of our country did we do that. Did we allow local polls in swing cities... You ever know? You notice that that didn't happen in non-swing states. Well, of course, you know? that's you know, why so many of us called they foul. Sh- yeah, they, they're like, oh, it's just a coincidence. That's, uh, yeah, you're we're and that's where we're at now. We're. We're in this position where we're not supposed to believe what our eyes see. We're not well, that's supposed called to gas believe lighting. what our
1: ears hear. Yeah, I know. That's, that's gaslighting it, right there, ladies and gentlemen. That is the that is it, the textbook definition of it. Paul, I have to stop you because we are getting ready to take a break, and we are on uh, time. Again? For this one. I know. i, I well, I'm telling you He's on the Zoom switch today. He always is. He always is. But we, we have to. We, it's just, Ladies and gentlemen, we've got another long segment with Paul coming up, and he'll be with us for two more segments for the remaining half hour of the broadcast after this break. I'm talking with Paul Markle, student of the gun, student of the gun. Make sure to check him out. If you can do it safely during the break, student of the gun. We'll be back with Paul Markle. Don't go away, please. following segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Yeah, welcome back. Mark Walters on the Crossbreed Holsters. Mike for you in the Sig Sauer Studios. All of it presented by X Insurance. If you're watching the video, Please make sure to remember Daniel Defense and Lead Slingers bring you the video production every single day, six days a week. It's great to be back with you talking with Paul Markle, student of the gun. The time is flying by, so we're going to jump right back in with Paul. But please make it a point to visit armedamericanradio.com and check out all of our fine partners. Speaking of one of uh, those, real quickly, I just uh, had a long conversation with North American Arms earlier today. Uh, Some great stuff coming from them and some more visibility coming from them as well. So we'll talk about that down the road. Paul Markle, student of the gun. Welcome back. Media coverage. Let's go back to this for a few moments. I want to compare and contrast a little bit. Let's take Fetterman in Pennsylvania, where this coverage of him, it's as if the media just you know, tells you by not telling you. And I guess that's a lie of omission in this sense. This guy's just normal. He's just a normal guy. Apparently, this guy's a trust fund kid, never had a job in his life. Nobody knows how he got where he got. Now he's here. He's running for the U.S. Senate. He can't string sentences together. His doctors won't release or he won't release his medical his medical records. And the media covers this guy as if he's a establishment, normal Democrat politician of which he is anything but. Now, let's contrast that with coverage of, for example, Carrie Lake in Arizona, where the media attacks her nonstop, 24-7. How do you how do you get around this in the future? How do you put a stop to this, or is it even possible, Paul? <laughs> you know it's possible. Uh, is it
3: probable? I don't know. Is it possible? Yes, uh, it is. Step number one, America, stop eating garbage. Your brains don't work right. Oh, uh, I, I, I that's I guess that's the beginning. Oh. Uh, we got American humans that literally are malnourished to the point that their brains do not function properly. Which is how we get uh, the horse face chick AOL. Which is how we get Stacey Abrams. Which is how we get this Fetterman guy. I, I didn't even know who this clown was, and I, I started seeing him at, like in in memes on the internet, and uh, I thought I thought it was a joke. I thought this guy was like it was. I mean, he is a joke, but I really thought it was a spoof. And it wasn't until I, I did a little more. I, I kept seeing it like, why do, who is this creature? Where did mm-hmm. this person come from? And, it, it's, and like you said, it's like they just foist him upon us. They're like, oh, yeah, he's a, he's a very established guy. He's a guy you can trust, guy you can rely on. Like I, don't even, I never heard of this guy until six weeks ago. And, but' we're, I guess the people of Pennsylvania are supposed to put all their hopes and dreams uh, you know they're supposed to give him six years worth of authority and uh, put him in charge of one one percent of the of the total budget of the United States which is scary uh, but I think the bigger did you listen at all to the uh, audio clip that I sent you
1: I've listened to everything you send me yes okay so you
3: know the bigger the bigger picture here is All right, so we're going to we're going to play this game that we play every uh, couple of years on Thursday or Tuesday and see what shakes out. But how is Tuesday going to cha- how is Tuesday going to alter the path that we are on as a nation?
2: Oh, and I'm talking about
3: I'm talking about how is Tuesday going to change the coming food shortages, how is Tuesday going to change the fact that the petrodollar is dead and we just haven't been slapped in the face with that reality yet? How is it going to change the fact that we're $31 trillion in debt, more than at any time in the history of the country? Europe is going to fall, whether it falls in December or whether it falls in the spring, it's going to fall. Uh, if NATO keeps pushing Putin, Putin's at war with the central banks. Uh, and if NATO keeps pushing Putin, there's pro- there's going to be more. There's going to be war in Europe, and it may be nuclear war. What are your friends and neighbors going to do? Right? They lost their minds when we had the when the Chinese sniffles broke out. Right. I'm going to ask you this, America. What are you? What are your neighbors going to do? And how are they going to behave if a nuke goes off in Europe? What are you going to do when the food when the grocery stores are ransacked by panic buyers? What are you going to do? That's never going to happen, Paul. Okay, it's never going to happen. How are we going to How are we going to steer the Titanic away from the iceberg? And I think I don't think we can. It's a big ship and it's heading for the iceberg I don't know how we I don't know how we steer it um, yeah so a lot of us have seen this coming for a long time yeah
1: we do have a lot of serious problems, and this has been something that's been building for a long time. I find the question fascinating to ponder on a very simple level. I get asked a lot, how did we get here Paul people say how, yeah. how did we get here and the answer to that is very simple as i've as I've repeated on the show before it simply took us two hundred and forty plus years to get corrupted to the point we are. And we happen to be, to be living through it. To be weakened. This yeah, was the natural progression. Point. Correct. This was the natural progression our government took. It took 240 plus years to get to the point that we are today, and we are living through it in our lifetimes. And sadly, we have to be the ones to answer these questions that Paul just asked. What are you going to do? I know what I'm going to do. I'm likely I mean, in a I'm, better I'm position, not... listener, than you might be, because I do have several years worth of food supply, Paul. Okay? I am armed to protect that and my family. Millions of Americans are not. And millions of Americans, because they're being gaslighted, don't pay attention to these things in the way that you do. And I'm not telling you guys you have to go out and build a bunker out in your backyard. You just need no, to be aware to. of these basic things. Paul, go ahead. <laughs> no. Maybe you and, do where you are. <laughs> well, no, you not a bunker.
3: Um well, you, you should have had a garden this summer. You should have had a garden last summer. I know people who, you know, I was talking to uh, Bill Frady yesterday, and I know people who told me, well, I've got heirloom seeds. I'm like, awesome. And you got a garden? No. Like, right. All like, well, right. What, what are you going to do with these? Oh, well, if, if things ever get bad, like, brother, you don't learn how to grow a garden overnight. Uh, that's, that's why most people aren't farmers, because it's hard. Uh, You've got to start that stuff now and one of the things that uh, i i took from the the podcast that uh um Mark and I are talking about you're like why are you keeping secrets man I'm <laughs> uh, Fred Graham he uh, interviewed right. a guy named Michael Yon Jan. Michael Yon's been he's been interviewed by a bunch of people he's been in the Epoch or Epoch Times and he was just recently interviewed well I guess a few months ago uh, by uh, Jordan Peterson and but this guy's been all over the world he's been to Europe and Asia and he's seen he's actually been boots on the ground and he sees what's going on and it's not
1: good now, what what, what Paul is talking about, ladies and gentlemen, real quick, Paul, let me let me give you let me give the podcast out. It's Michael Yan on famine, pandemics and war and the future of the world. And it's fascinating for a lot of different reasons. Go listen to it. I wish we had time to go into the whole thing or play some clips from it today. We do. Yeah. Not. But it, the boots on the ground is a, is a great way to describe it. Uh, it, these are things that, as Paul is mentioning, you can't prepare for these things in 24 hours. These are things that you should have been doing and working on. And we've been talking about it for years. Do you have years. an emergency years. food su- years. Do you have an emergency food supply? Do you have ammunition? Are you prepared? Because let me tell you something. In 1862, Americans in 1850 didn't think what was coming would come. It can happen. And when you look at what's happening at the dynamics across the world, particularly what's going on in Europe right now and the potential and the real threats coming from Putin and the fear that there could be a battlefield nuclear weapon or at the very least a dirty bomb, this is frightening stuff. And it does impact you over here. When we come back, we've got one more segment with Paul Markle, student of the gun. Make sure to stick around. It's a fascinating conversation, and I can check and see if Paul wants to stay for the other hour. You're welcome to do that, Paul. Think about that, and I'll hit you with that live on the air. You can tell Greg during the break. I'd like to keep it going if if you have the time and it permits. If not, I've got lots of other topics to cover with you. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense continues on the flip side of this break. Don't go away.
4: This segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit DanielDefense.com. Now, back to the show.
1: Welcome back. Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom today and every day here in the first hour of the program on the Crossbreed Holsters mic here in the six-hour Studios, all presented by X-Insurance. Daniel Defense, on that rejoin, we thank them and all of our partners, including Lead Slingers, CrimeResearch.org. Uh, coffee? Are you? You know? Do you have Defender Coffee yet? I spoke with Derek today. What a great product! Drink coffee and support the Second Amendment Foundation simply for drinking coffee without having to dig deeper into your pocket. When you buy the coffee at a great price, you also support that organization. I recommend you choose to do that. That's my. That's what I would suggest you do. But I'm a little biased there because I sit on the board of the CCRKBA with the Second Amendment Foundation and Mr. Gottlieb. But you can do. Whatever floats your boat, your mileage may vary. Either way, you're supporting a great cause simply by drinking coffee. Welcome back in. We'll talk about our partners later in the hour. Coming up, Paul Markle has agreed to stay with us for the second hour. Paul, welcome back. It's a pleasure to have you here, brother, and thanks for taking time. Oh, I, I, man. I that. Hey, I, got, I came up with a great analogy during the break. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, we're talking about preparation, and I want to throw this at you and, and to listeners. Most Americans don't like to think that some of these bad things – can happen to them individually, collectively, as a nation, whatever it may be. And that's a self-defense mechanism, psychological. It's We go into a state of denial. That protects mm-hmm. us from being paranoid constantly. But to be healthy, you have to remain in condition yellow to use Cooper's code method. You have to be alert and aware that these things can happen. That's why we walk around outside not in condition white, but knowing, hey, the bad guy could lurk around this corner or be at this ATM or wherever he or she happens to be at any moment in time of their choosing. So we, we, we preach staying alert. So we don't think it can happen. However, and here's the analogy, insurance companies and lenders, on the other hand, know it is likely to happen and likely will happen. And it's for that reason, ladies and gentlemen, those lenders, et cetera, require you to carry that hedge against that That it might and very well could happen to you. It's why you have insurance, for example, but we're so accustomed to having it for these things. We tend to forget, Paul, why we have it, because these bad things can happen and they know they likely will. And they want you to be protected in their interest, quite frankly, to be protected. That's why they require that. It's no different than what we're talking about here, except most people are not walking around with that quote-unquote insurance policy. They don't have that extra food. They don't have firearms or the knowledge, if they have firearms, of what to do with them should the worst-case catastrophic scenario happen. And it can happen, and I dated back to the 1850s. Do you honestly believe, ladies and gentlemen, that in the 1830s, 40s, and 50s, that modern-day Americans at that time – knew or felt that nearly seven hundred thousand of their fellow countrymen or themselves or their children were going to be slaughtered in a vicious, brutal civil war, likely not, and we tend to forget these things paul so that 's where preparation is so important is it not is it talk to us no well, absolutely
3: and the you know the the
1: plague of being human
3: is that if you don't pay attention if you 're not well uh well well educated and if someone didn 't mentor you, you have this this belief that history started on the day that you were born and that nothing that ever happened before, you you know, nothing that happened before you were alive really matters. I mean, yeah, it might've happened, but that's a long time ago and stuff like that doesn't happen anymore. Uh, All you have to do is actually study history and that's why ding, 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 ding. That's why, you know, we force students, we force children in high school and in elementary school and to study history that's why we do that you know the, the every history teacher i've ever known you know had i don't know if they had a tattoo on the back of their arm or whatever that said those who ignore history are doomed to repeat it uh, i don't i'm not sure who was credited with saying that originally but i know all my history teachers said it at least once or more to me and the fact of the matter is you know if we look at what's going on the idea that we haven't learned a lesson from the fake pandemic, from the foisted pandemic, and we didn't even get into the and this, like maybe next hour, the requested amnesty crap that they're floating now. As the as the truth is coming out, uh, as a, as their lies are falling apart, and and now they're throwing out there this. Well, you know, we need pandemic amnesty. So, like, what?
1: Yeah, don't so, hold me responsible for what I did to you. And if, guys, yeah. If you want- if you want proof positive of what Paul talking about being true, ask yourself this question when you lay your head down in slumber this evening. Where's Fauci been? Why isn't the mainstream media dragging this kook and clown out again continuously? Why? Just ask yourself that question. You'll come up with some answers in your head. Yeah, And I'll, he I'll, did let, his you, I'll let you come up with those. Yeah, I'll let you come up with the answers in your own head. It, but it it's along the same lines, Paul, of, what is it about this leftist agenda that requires you to be disarmed? This well, is by design. You. <laughs> <laughs> well, we all know the <laughs> well, answer. I can, let me no, <laughs> I'll,
3: I'll tell you a out. You need to be. You see, we in the, in the United States you when you go to sleep tonight before you get in bed get down on your knees and thank god above for george washington and thomas jefferson and john adams and samuel adams etc etc because for not with those people you would be in the same position as europe you would be a disarmed socialist slave getting ready to starve to death or freeze to death you know i'm not sure which one's going to happen in europe first We are unique and that we're the only people on this planet that still have a hope of guiding our own destiny. And it's because of the fact that we are armed citizens, that we can be armed citizens. Nobody else can. Nobody
1: else can. And, you know, out of the the world's seven billion population, the vast majority of them want to be here. Oh, they yeah. You hear. have to there's, there's a reason for that. Well, I like what you said. I like the way you phrase that. We're the only ones that have hope and we do have hope. And that's what's encouraging. It's why we talk about the things we talk about in the perspective that we do, because we do. That's why these elections coming up on Tuesday in 80 plus hours from now are so absolutely vital, ladies and gentlemen. It's these elections that keep us away from 1860s. It's how we it's how we win the battle before a battle is ever fought. This truly is the most important midterm election of your lifetime. That's an undeniable fact. It's why oh, yeah. Sniffy Joe, I think you'll agree with me, Paul, got up there a couple of days ago, so desperate, so desperate, to demonize everyone. Oh
6: man, they're pumping him in his. Oh, it's they're bad,
1: pumping it? him so full of
3: amphetamines <laughs> to keep him up. <laughs> It's crazy! It's crazy the amount of amphetamines that they're having to put into that that dementia riddled meat puppet. I mean, he can't, and and they only get now they're only getting like what 120 seconds of clarity uh, before he wanders off in a, some weird direction or gropes a little girl or something. Do you see that crap? Like oh, it's, groping it's, that uh, little yeah. girl at the polling place and stuff. But imagine you, you have to go Trump certain places to see it. Cut. Oh, yeah, please. If if Donald Trump would have touched a person, a woman or a girl like Snippy Joe did, it would be nonstop, twenty-four hour coverage
1: until he resigned. Yeah. By the way, it looks like on the around the fourteenth or fifteenth of uh, this month, Donald Trump might drop a bombshell on the mainstream media again. Ladies and gentlemen, we're getting ready to take the top of the hour break. When we come back in the second hour here on the Fort Worth Armory, Mike in these six-hour studios, all presented by X Insurance. Paul Markle will stay here, and I'm going to take you to Stacey Abrams and a couple other stories that are out that are disturbing, but real, and Tuesday can and likely, hopefully, will make a difference, and I won't just say a difference, I'll say the difference, so... Stick around with us if you if you would be so kind to do so. Mark Walters on the mic for you. Six hour studios brought to you by X Insurance. We'll be back with Paul Markle, student of the gun at six minutes after the hour.
0: You've just filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters, presented by X Insurance. X Insurance on the Armed American Radio Network.